When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hour three of Clay and Buck starts right now. Thanks for being with me, everybody. Uh, This is Buck. I'm in solo this week. Clay is on vacation, having a great time with his family in Italy. He'll be back next week. The Hopefully the economy will still be around next week. That would be good. There will still be a U.S. economy. Things are certainly moving in the wrong direction right now. You have about 20 banks that have been hit as a result of the, uh, the failure of Silicon Valley Bank SVB that happened at the end of last week. Biden administration has stepped in, and they've worked out some deal they don't want to call it a bailout it's something else uh a deal where the depositors are fine i have a feeling that the executives all of whom i guarantee you are big democrat donors if they democrat if they uh, donate any money to politicians uh they'll be fine too they'll be very rich at the end of all of this and so the losses will just be covered up there are other banks that are under serious stress right now um you have 20 banks that have been uh, rocked a bit by this. Um, and you have Bill Ackman, the uh, hedge fund billionaire, who is saying that we better make sure everybody feels safe about their deposits in the bank or else this thing could melt down the economy. Let me also say there are problems, even if they stop this crisis. This is exposing some systemic problems that we have in the economy right now. I want to get into some of those problems and how they're going to affect all of us here in a moment. But first, let's take a look at what Joe Biden is saying. Not only is Joe Biden telling you that this is going to be fine, right? Not only is Joe Biden telling you that the the money that is in the bank will be there for you when you need it. That's Those are his words. He's also, as of this morning, 
bragging about how great the Biden economy is. I'm being serious. He's really saying that. Things right now are are really good in this economy. Biden's doing a great job, according to Joe Biden. Uh, this is a guy who only knows how to create jobs for Hunter through corrupt Ukrainian oligarchs and Chinese Communist Party front companies. That is Biden job creation. Other than that, it's a whole lot of very creative accounting. Here he is saying that his administration, not only has he been good, more he's created more jobs than any administration in history. This is a five Pinocchios kind of lie. Play 27. We've made strong economic progress in the past two years. We've created more than 12 million new jobs. More jobs in two years than any president has ever created in a single four-year term. Okay, everybody. Let's take a look for a second here. He just claimed... Right now, this was today, while while he's trying to stop the bank meltdown from happening, he is claiming that he has created, he has created, like he's waving a magic wand, uh, more jobs than any administration, any four years of any administration in history. You say, oh my gosh, this guy must be a genius. Joe Biden, all this time we thought he was really dumb and bottom of his class at Syracuse Law School and lied about getting a scholarship being top of his class and had to drop out of a presidential election because of plagiarism and has been a laughing stock every time he stepped on the national stage until 2020 when they just created this joe biden the grandpa figure that you know anyway during a pandemic people thought maybe i'll try this you know how many jobs this is the bureau of labor statistics so i i don't know what better source i want to make this really easy right let's just look at something we can verify quite quickly joe biden there just claimed that the economy right now is really good and he's the best jobs president in history. That's what he is claiming by saying that he's created more jobs in two years than any president ever did in four. He's the best jobs president in history. This is really interesting because if you look right now at the Bureau of Labor Statistics, you will find that it was 150, there were 158 million employed people in the United States at the end of 2019. Okay, so at the end of 2019, there were 150, meaning before the pandemic. How many people are employed now? Well, if you were to look at it now, you would see that you have close to the same number, about 158 million people who are working. So how is it that Joe Biden, and even if that number is, you know, if it's a million or two off, whatever, how has Joe Biden created 20, uh, 12 million jobs? What he's actually referring to, everybody, is when the government artificially and idiotically shut down the economy during COVID and destroyed millions of jobs. And then when the Fauciite lunacy had at least lessened its grip on the throat of the American people enough, that stopped. And then the jobs started to come back. I mean, this is amazing. This is Joe Biden effectively saying he's the greatest firefighter in history when really the government set the fire and he just showed up with the water. If they don't set the fire, there is no fire. He's done nothing. He's done nothing. 
that has had a, an appreciable impact on making people, the American people, more prosperous and better off. And yet he claims 12 million jobs. 12 million jobs. Yeah, now it's saying, by the way, as of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce right now, as of February 2023, is saying we have 3 million fewer people working today compared to February of 2020. So they're saying 3 million less. I looked at the numbers. Bureau of Labor Statistics has got it roughly, roughly equal. But 3 million fewer people. How do you create 12 million jobs in two years, but you have less people working? I mean, how, you know, unless you're going to tell me that we've had massive population change, um, that, that makes absolutely no sense. The point here I'm making, my friends, is that he is lying to you. He is doing so shamelessly. He is doing so at a moment of economic crisis, and there's going to be more of this. There is going to be more of this going forward because they do not want to tell you what is really happening. Um, They do not want you to think about how we even got to this place in the first place. Remember, Biden wanted to spend another $5 trillion dollars of your money and wasn't able to do that came into office spent two trillion spent five trillion and yes trump in 2020 spent trillions during covid was not a good idea was not we have to be consistent if we don't like trillions of additional spending then we don't like trillions of additional spending doesn't matter who does it now biden went completely crazy with it and it was also not the very beginning of the pandemic it was clearly not necessary but he did it anyway Why are we in this current situation? Why are we in the midst of what could be the beginning of a massive recession? Hopefully not. Um, We were in this because uh, there was inflation and that was a government policy. And then there was the Fed trying to bring inflation down, which is also government policy. I know it's the Fed, but government policy in essence. The Fed tries to bring inflation down by raising rates. This bank got on the wrong side of the rate rise. And boom, we got to run on a bank. We got a big problem. But here's the other part of this that, that not a lot of people are talking about because we're just hoping that all of our deposits are going to be there in the banks. What happens after this? Do you think that banks are going to be more or less likely to lend out money to people in general? Do you think they'll be more or less stringent Will they want to shore up their balances? Well, if the answer is yes, you may be in a situation where you start to have a bit of a credit crunch, where people not only are paying a higher interest rate for the money that they borrow, but it's harder for them to access capital in the first place. You know, to buy stuff like houses and cars and you name it. We have an economy that is pretty consumer spending dependent. And this stopping of the banks from all failing Yeah, that's a necessary step, but it's not like we're out of the woods even when that happens. And when you have an administration that is telling you they've created 12 million jobs, which only an economic illiterate would actually believe, they have not created those jobs, right? It it is not creation to stop your destruction. You know what I mean? If, if uh, If I am, you know, drinking... 10 bottles of of wine out of your cellar every month, 
And then the next, and then finally I say, you know what? I'm not going to drink your wine, but I haven't created 10 bottles of wine. <laughs> I didn't create them. I just stopped taking them from you. It's not the same thing. Uh, and that is what the government did uh, under the guise of COVID protection. Of course, as we know, it was all a total waste. Uh, so they don't want you to understand that. By the way, you are noticing there's a move to the center. Uh, there's a move to the center on a whole range of issues from the Democrats now. It's not a big move, but it's the beginning of it uh, because their policies have put them in a position now where they will, if we have a, if we have a solid Republican candidate and Republican party overall going to 2024, the Democrats are facing uh, a, a real final reckoning or finally a reckoning at the ballot box. That's a big if, though. Are we going to have the right person? Are we going to have the right messaging? Um, this is why they're moving to the middle, though, because of the, the failures of left-wing policies they have pursued, including at the southern border, which I had mentioned to you, and we are going to spend some time uh, talking about. Uh, this is uh, this is really troubling. Um, you have people that are just now mobbing our resources at the southern border and deciding that they can just get through um, by by running in a big mob through the El Paso Bridge. I mean, I've, I've been to this border crossing area, and they just, you can see the video of this. Uh, Mexican military and U.S. Customs and Border Protection at the El Paso border crossing on Sunday evening had uh, about a 1,000 migrants try to rush a checkpoint. Wait, but I thought, you know, we're just a nation of immigrants, and they just want to do the jobs Americans won't do, and they're all fleeing uh, tyranny and stuff, right? No. Now, these are people who have decided our laws don't matter. Our laws don't matter. America is just uh, it's just a, a, a place to be exploited. There's no reason to to believe that our laws should even be obeyed. We owe the rest of the world. We're too you see, America's too prosperous. America's too wealthy. So we owe the rest of the world. And as part of owing the rest of the world, they don't have to obey our laws. This is the mentality. This is the mindset. And the Democrats have created it here. This is very real. We'll talk about uh, this border situation here in just a moment. Under the category of getting the best sleep possible, having the most comfortable pillow, it is key. MyPillow has an amazing upgrade for you. It's their MyPillow 2.0. The 2.0 version has the same patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, but now includes exclusive fabric that is made with temperature-regulating thread. It keeps you cool when you sleep on it. And if you're one of those that turn and flip your pillow over during the night, this is for you. It comes at a great value and price. The MyPillow 2.0 is a great buy right now because it's buy one, get one free. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow 2.0 for a limited time. When you use our names as the promo code, Clay and Buck. The MyPillow 2.0 is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square to get this buy one, get one free offer on the MyPillow 2.0. Enter promo code Clay and Buck. That's promo code Clay and Buck at MyPillow.com or call 800-792-3269. That's 800-792-3269 to get your MyPillow 2.0 now. Truth seeking, reality telling. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., 
That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date HealthLock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com 800-282-2882. Where do you think the economy is going? You uh, are somebody who has experience working in banks. You're a finance guy or gal. Curious what you think. I have a, I have a feeling it's going to continue to get ugly um, because even if we avoid banking collapse, there's going to be ramifications of this that are hitting us at a time when, despite what the Biden administration says, it's not good. It's not a good economy, and we have been wondering 
when the real hit will happen, and this certainly feels like the beginning of what could be uh, something that sends us into that reset recession direction. That certainly seems possible. So the Oscars were last night. Do we even, do we talk? This is always one of these things, conservatives, we sit here. Do we talk about the Oscars or do we just ignore them entirely? I, I decided to go for the short version here of why is it uh, that the Oscars um, have ceased to have the cultural relevance that they used to? I mean, I remember back when great movies used to be nominated and were winning Oscars on a, on a regular basis. It was, I think they said it was watched by a billion people and it was this huge show and all the glamour and everything. And yeah, there were still left-wing idiots all over the place, but there, you know, there, there were... Movies like uh, Saving Private Ryan and and Braveheart and Gladiator and, you know, I don't know, No Country for Old Men, which some people like more than me, but it was a good movie. Uh, I don't know. Go down the list. These are all movies that were in, entertaining to watch and showed a real, a real skill set, a real peak in the craft of movie making. And now there are all these movies getting nominated. I'm like, what is that? Never even heard of these things before. I mean, the movie industry is is a... A shadow of its former self. That's obviously the case. Streaming and serialized content has taken so much more of the attention. Uh, but the two things I thought were interesting was one is that there was a there was a woman in the audience with a huge like veil part of her dress that was blocking the view of people behind her at the Oscars. And I know this seems like. You know, oh, how how big a deal is this? I really do think that we have seen the collapse of consideration in in public venues. I think that people now feel very uh, feel very justified in doing all kinds of things that are just rude. They're just rude. I'm going to say it. People will they'll play. I, I've come across this thing in the gym. Uh, cause, you know, I'm trying to fight the dad bod even before I become a dad. It's a losing battle so far, but I'm working on it. I, I've come across people that have really loud, cause the gym, they're playing music. So they have to shout over the music into their earphones, you know, their AirPods or whatever. Um, and, and they're having these work conversations, uh, that are so loud. And you're like, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear. Your, uh, your work conversation. I, and, and, and I also don't want to stare into the back if I'm at a theater or a venue of someone's hat or somebody's, you know, gown or, or whatever. Um, Oscar nominee Thames was, uh, slammed on social media after her elaborate outfit blocked the view of fellow attendees at the Academy Awards. Um, and if you see the photo of this, it's not a, it's, it would be like somebody showing up. It's, it's like she has like a, like a parachute behind her head. I mean, it's huge and it blocks the view of people behind her and she just doesn't care. And I guess no one's supposed to care. And consideration for others is just uh, out the window. It's just out the window all over the place. No one seems to pay any attention to it. It's really, and anyway, that's what, that's the big takeaway from, from the Oscars for me. That and Jessica Chastain put on a mask. Yep. Gun owners, my fellow gun owners out there, you're going to like a new way of training that I've been incorporating at home. It's a great new tool called the Mantis X System. It allows you to train with your firearm without any ammo and really work on your aim and your skills. 
The Mantis X is a firearms training system that has no ammo. It's all electronic, and it lets you improve your shooting accuracy. And it's also a whole lot of fun once you get into it. It attaches to your firearm, the Mantis X, like a weapon light. You can use it at home or at the range for training instead of using expensive ammo. Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback in your technique. Not only that, it guides you through drills and courses. Nearly everyone using it, some 94%, improve their shooting within 20 minutes. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get your Mantis X at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X, MantisX.com. The border is a mess. You know that. We try to update you here about what's happening there as often as we can. And there doesn't seem to be any end in sight. If anything, the Biden administration seems to be favorable to the millions uh, to the prospect of millions more illegal immigrants coming into the United States in addition to those who have already entered the 6 million, 7 million, whatever the actual number is since Biden became president. Now, I understand the way that they're playing the game. They're saying, oh, well, sure, their initial entry was illegal, for which many of them were not even detained, even though the law says they're supposed to be detained. Uh, their initial entry to the United States was illegal in all cases um, because walking into the United States, even just walking across the U.S.-Mexico border, you're breaking the law. Same way that walking on someone's front lawn, you know, trespassing is a violation of law. You're breaking the law when you enter the United States. You're violating our sovereign territory. But instead of deciding, you know what, if you do that, we're just going to send you back across the border, or even send you to your country of origin, we allow for what are called defensive asylum claims, where people are able to say, okay, sure, I came into your country illegally, but I am fleeing violence in my home country. They are coached about what to say. It's very easy. And then they beat the credible fear, the first phase of the credible fear test, and they effectively disappear into this system that has millions and millions of people waiting to go through it, a massive backlog, multiple stages of process and enforcement, at which point it can break down, uh, and it does. And so it's just a backdoor way of letting people come into the United States illegally and stay here forever. That's the whole game. They say, oh, these are asylum seekers. What do you think the Democrats who are making that claim now, including the uh, mayor of New York City, Eric Adams. What do you think those Democrats will say when, in a couple of years' time, it has become very clear to everybody that they're not showing up for their hearings, they're breaking the law, then they're illegal in the country outright, and do you think they're going to say, okay, yeah, now we're going to deport them? Does anyone believe that? Of course not. Of course not. So this would be like saying that we're going to give bail to all kinds of people who we know are never going to show up for trial. And we say, hold on a second, there's a problem here. They say, what do you mean? They're going to show up. They're, they're not going to flee. They're not a flight risk. They're all flight risks. They're never showing up. And even if they show up and are convicted, in this case, if they're denied asylum, they're not going to have to leave the country because that would require deportation proceedings, and they're not going to do it. So guess what? It's all a scam, the whole thing. It's not like the Democrats will commit to expelling those who are in the country who do not qualify for asylum because then they are no longer have any legal basis to be here. They're not going to expel them. There are millions of illegal immigrants who are already here before this whole asylum scam. 
So this is why the whole thing is a mess. But you also get a sense of the, of the mentality of the migrants who are coming over now. As over the weekend, uh, at the Paso del Norte Bridge in El Paso, Passage North Bridge, I guess, is that what that is? In El Paso, um, there was a group of a thousand migrants that tried to rush checkpoints. This is on video. There's video and, and, and photographs of this between Juarez and El Paso, Juarez, Mexico and El Paso, Texas. And the photos show you that this was a very serious, um, entity, uh, very, very serious effort. This was a, an attempt, uh, to overwhelm the people who were supposed to be enforcing our laws and preventing this kind of thing from happening. Now, they were not successful because of all the barbed wire and a joint deployment of U.S. and Mexican uh, officials, Mexican military, U.S. Border Patrol. They were not able to just run through these these checkpoints. But uh, there have been other times where we've already seen 100, 200, 300. They'll do this. They'll They'll have effectively a, a, a jailbreak approach. They'll all just run for it at the same time and, and try to get into the United States. And so what are we going to do to stop all of this? You say, Oh, well, this time they stopped them at the checkpoint. Yeah, but there'll be other checkpoints where they can't stop them. There'll be other places along the border where they're able to get in easily. Uh, until we refuse to allow people to come into the country illegally and stay here illegally and benefit from the American welfare state, the American economy, and and benefit from the actions of their illegality, this continues, and in fact, it just gets worse. It gets worse. I really think the Democrat plan here with all of this is to allow the numbers to get to be so big of illegals in the country that there becomes a sense of inevitability for the amnesty that is supposed to happen. And then once they enact that amnesty, they're going to want voting rights. And once they give them voting rights, you have a permanent Democrat majority in the United States. That's the plan. That's the plan. Um, because people that are here with, first of all, who have broken the law, so we know criminals tend to vote Democrats, just, just, just the truth. Uh, the people who have broken the law, people who don't speak English, um, people who are unable to effectively immediately compete in a primarily information or increasingly information-based economy are going to be more dependent upon the resources of the state. They're going to need more welfare. They're going to need more state assistance. And, and if anyone wants to argue at this point, explain that to the mayor of New York City who's saying they can't afford the 40,000 illegal migrants who have been dropped in New York City. The city budget can't afford it. Uh, you know, $2 billion they say it's going to cost, something like that. It's crazy. Talking about billions of dollars for people who aren't even supposed to be here in the first place in one city. Oh, uh, hold on! I thought there's so much more law-abiding and hardworking than Americans. Why? Why would we believe that that is true? And notice how the people that are the biggest advocates of illegal immigration, one of the first things they do is denigrate Americans. All Americans. Ah, oh, Americans. You know, we're too lazy. We won't do these jobs. We're not okay. We're we're not as law-abiding as the illegals. Who in this case? We're trying to storm a Border Patrol checkpoint to run into America because our laws and our sovereignty do not matter. They don't matter to Democrats, that's for sure. Do they matter enough to Republicans that they'll do something about it? What is the plan? I don't even know if the Republicans have a plan for this. 
I don't think they've really thought this one through. And I think they're wondering, first of all, who the Republican candidate is going to be. Uh, but the immigration issue was far from solved, even under the last president. So this is a major challenge that continues to this day. And it's just going to continue in the meantime. The fentanyl flow, the strength of the cartels, the human smuggling operations, and then the enormous cost borne by the taxpayer. You know, it's one thing when it feels like the economy is doing pretty well and we got plenty of money. We head into a really difficult period here economically, which I think is very possible. I think a lot of people think that. You think that the billion dollars here, billion dollars there for illegal migrants pay for their their food, their housing, their medical care. You know, the illegal migrants who were protesting in New York City because they weren't able to continue to stay at taxpayer expense at a four-star hotel for months on end. You think that starts to be a problem? At least politically? We shall see. I think the Democrats may be finding this one out the hard way. You know, my cell phone company is Pure Talk, which is the same one that saves the average size family over $900 a year when they switch from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You won't find savings like these all over the place. It's very hard, actually. 900 bucks a year? That's what you can save, $900 a year, particularly when you factor in that everyone switching still gets ultra-fast 5G service. With Pure Talk, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for just 30 bucks a month. And Pure Talk is so sure you're going to love their service, they're backing it up with a 100% money-back guarantee. So instead of paying a boatload of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile every month, cut your bill in half with Pure Talk. You'll work with a great group of customer service people, every one of them based here in the U.S., and you'll be supporting a company that is veteran-owned and who has you covered with a money-back guarantee. Just dial pound 250 and say Clay and Buck. You'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say, Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter. Wireless restrictions apply. See site for details. Subscribe to CNB 24-7 and never miss a minute of Clay and Buck while getting behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833 833- 995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. 
HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com buck. We're going to be closing up shop here on Clay and Buck for the day. If you missed any part of the show, please subscribe to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. And also, if you're listening on radio, but you want to hear the deep dive podcast that I've been doing, uh, some great folks. Talked to Matthew Marsden last week. He's an actor, a very anti-woke actor, very anti-vaccine mandate as well. He was in Black Hawk Down. He was in the uh the atlas shrugged movie that was made some years ago um you got to subscribe to the podcast you can either subscribe to the clay and buck podcast or the buck sexton show which is just what we call the uh the deep dives same same ideas uh, subscribe to either one of them you go to youtube.com slash uh, buck sexton as well because we do video of them as well which is kind of fun so please subscribe there and also go to clayandbuck.com. Become a VIP. You can email us. And I'll be going through some of the emails this week. We'll be pulling some of them uh, so that we can have those as a part of the show. And I do think we're going to be talking a lot about um, banking in the days ahead. I think we got a lot of things going on here. Teresa in Indiana is on the line. What's going on, Teresa? I just want to find out what's going on with these banks. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're listening to the show because it sounds down. like the banks are in a rough spot. I know. It's like, what's going on here? Is it well, uh, In 2008, they sit there and saying everything's fine. Now they're saying, oh, well, it's fine, but we had the money there. Isn't that still taxpayers' money? That's a really interesting question, actually, and this goes to the thank you for calling in, Teresa. She also asked about, uh, I see here, the nationalization of banks or the consolidation of banks, which is a big part of this. Uh, when, when you're talking about the government taking on assets or taking on liabilities, uh, you know, people would point to the bank, the bank bailout and that it was eventually paid back. Uh, the government would say that it, it made, you know, money back on, on many of those investments by becoming, de facto partial owners of, of some of the banks. 
Um, the issue here is, you know, people talk about moral hazard and accountability and who's allowed to lose in our system, right? If we have a system where you, the individual, are held responsible, you know, you you lose your job, you have a medical emergency, and you, you can't pay your bills, you know, you go bankrupt, you lose your house. But these uh, these bankers at SVB, their model was premised on making riskier investments, and so they were trying to do a lot of, uh, you know, and I know, by the way, there's a lot of diversity and inclusion stuff. I haven't focused on that as much today for SVB as I'm sure some other people have because and that's going on at all the banks. Got news for anybody? Uh, that's going on everywhere. Every investment bank, every commercial and lending bank. I mean, the the wokeness virus has spread to all these financial institutions. So maybe it was a little worse at Silicon Valley Bank because of the kind of business it was doing. But this is very, very commonplace. It's really actually expected. Um, now, there might be some regional and more more localized banks that don't have as much of this, but they're also the ones that are the most at risk. If you have a bank run and the consolidation occurs, it would be money moving from your your community bank or, you know, your regional bank that you know and where you have perhaps a relationship with uh, you know, the person who's the main mortgage um uh, you know, mortgage agent, mortgage lender, et cetera. And, you know, the consolidation of all of your, of all of the major deposits in just the giant too big to fail institutions, you know, that comes with some challenges too. Uh, this, this is not the way the system is supposed to work. So we have to look at this, uh, top to bottom and see what our expectations are because yeah, okay. We had to stop. Run a run on other banks. That was the decision that was made. Most of the people that I know who understand the banking system seem to agree with that, even though they don't like it. Um, we just had our caller Teresa asking what's going on. This is a, a bailout. It's just not a straight up taxpayer cash infusion bailout, but it's the government stepping in, taking over and, and shifting things around so that depositors are protected. So they're bailing them out, especially how they're doing it. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think that what you're going to see is there's only so much more that the Biden White House can do to try and cover up the increasingly obvious reality that this is a weak economy, that we are far too indebted, that we're heading into, uh, some very choppy economic waters. And there's going to be, there's going to be suffering. I mean, think about one of the one of the fundamental problems. You know, they often talk about in psychology, and this is really the psychology of life. You know, short term versus long term gratification, and this is one of the secrets to a life that is uh, is building, is prosperous, is happy, is stable. To focus on long term gratification over short term, right? You know, do I? Do I want to go for a walk for half an hour with my with my wife or do I want to have the three donuts right now? Right. Or, you know, am I going to can I not buy that, you know, not buy that jet ski now? I'm going to put the money in the bank and save it. And well, put the money in the bank. Sounds like not a great idea right now, but it'll be fine, I think. Um, but, you know, you, you save up for something for a house down the line. You know, I said you all know short term, long term term gratification. The way this plays out with monetary policy is there's always going to be, there's always this incentive in the moment 
to do whatever is going to make people feel like things are better than they are. This is where you get QE for you know quantitative easing. And the, the answer is always, oh, my gosh, if we don't do this, it's going to it's going to stink for a while. Right. People, there's going to be job losses and everything else. But if you keep doing this. Where does that leave us? What are the options that you are left with in the long term? Right. So the short term game is let's print trillion. Let's tell everyone to stay home, print trillions of dollars, freeze whole sectors of the economy and see what happens because we're scared and because we don't want people to be without the money they need to buy food. So let's just try that. So we tried that. And then the Biden administration with the two trillion to start off. But nobody ever wants to be the one that says that the music has stopped. You know, nobody ever wants to be the one that says that there is no Santa Claus, that there is no free stuff. And so at some point, the math just becomes the decider. The math becomes inescapable. And I am thinking that we're heading toward that right now. How are we going to get inflation down? Economic pain. How are we going to have the stabilization of banks and the continued uh, ability to extend credit in the future? You're going to have to have some difficult choices made now. And there's just no, there's no way around it. Right. What goes up must come down. These are basic laws of reality that no matter how much Elizabeth Warren or Biden or, or whomever thinks they can suspend them, they can't. They can only delay them. Eventually, the bill comes due. And for trillions of dollars of spending and all kinds of financial alchemy, it feels like the bill is coming due right now. At the end of the meal, we ordered too many bottles of wine, and this is going to be expensive, folks. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 